guys and welcome back to A Champion's Breakfast, the podcast where we're watching week by week My Hero Academia and realising week by week that it is a really freaking hard show to watch this slowly because I just want to keep watching one episode after another. You are with me, Hannah, and this week I have watched episode five and six As of right now, however, I have only watched episode five because I'm trying to avoid as much spoiler content as possible and I can't talk about a TV show as if I haven't seen it. So halfway through this episode, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go watch episode six and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you guys all of my theories, my advice, my shit list, my recommendations. I'm absolutely loving it this so far. I thought that it was going to be a lot harder. I mean, it is really hard to try and censor myself. I can't even go onto like some of the bloody Reddit pages to discuss how much I hate characters or how much I love characters because I don't want to get spoilers. (laughs) As of now though, we've had, I think, three episodes live on Spotify. So that's very exciting. We're finally getting it out there. People are finally starting to hear me shit talk a whole lot of anime. So I'm hyped. (laughs) So this week so far, I have watched episode five, What I Can Do For Now. Last episode, I had to struggle through um, the fact that I didn't actually have anyone's name. So I was calling everyone nerd boy and um Azuku's girlfriend and all this shit. This week I finally got some names, which is very exciting. I scrabbled as hard as I freaking could to write them down on my laptop and still watch the show. So at this point in time, I know that we've got Tanya, Tanya Ida. He was the nerd boy with the weird freaky legs. Shoda Aizawa who I will discuss in detail soon because I've got some shit to say about this boy. Um, Ochako, that's the girl. Missed her last name, but I'm sure I'm going to watch another episode in a moment, so I'm sure I'll grab it. And the one and only Oyama. Oyama. (laughs) Um, That's the belly button boy. I cannot stand him. I thought when we finally met these characters and flesh them out a little bit that I was going to start enjoying them. I already knew that obviously last episode he was high and mighty on the shit list, but I thought that once I'd gotten to know him, he might be a little bit more tasty, I guess, like more of an exciting character, more of someone who I actually wanted to know more of, but I still just want to get him the fuck off my screen. I cannot stand this kid. He shits me. Anywho, let's get into the episode. So far, that's all the new characters that I've met. Um, I know that there's obviously going to be a lot more. This episode was just kind of a little bit of fun, a little bit of a, I guess, a little bit of a teaser. Uh, We're still on edge. We're still unsure of whether or not Izuku is going to stay in the school. Everyone seems to want to get him out and Katsuki is not helping the situation. Then you've got bloody Azawa who's hating on him because he reminds him of All Might. Like that's not 
that's not cool, bro. You're a teacher. You can't do that. You can't pick and choose who the bloody heroes of the city are just because you don't like a specific person who his only crime is the fact that he saved hundreds of people. At this point, that's all I know, but that's what I'm assuming. That's how it sounds. All Might doesn't seem to know why Azawa hates him so much. (sighs) Anyway, let's get into it. So the episode starts off with us just hearing a bit more uh, content behind the judges and their decisions to choose and accept some of the people into UA High. So they talk about Kutsky first. Um, He actually came first on the leaderboard. He had the most points when everyone was running away from the zero pointer and when everyone was really distracted with what Azuki was doing, he stayed in close and he used that distraction as bait and he just cleaned up. So this kid's got no fear, no fear and he can think quite quickly on the spot. So I really like Katsuki and I I don't like myself for liking him, but I like him. (laughs) He's so rude and he's so mean and he's opinionated and He's just a bully, but there's so much to him. I find he's a very well-written character and I am so intrigued in his story and I can't wait to know more. I just feel like he's like the prime candidate for the next Orochimaru in this show to come through and be like, yep, he has light and dark in him. He's He's like the next Anakin Skywalker. He's got light and dark in him, but I can you know, persuade that dark to come out more and he'll be the next villain, blah, 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 blah. Um, I feel like that's a strong possibility for his character. So Izuku is then brought up after Katsuki and the judges are talking about how his quirk is incredible and the amount of power that he has is absolutely fantastic. However, it seems like his body isn't used to his quirk. And while they're talking about this, we see a little glance of Aizawa. He's not the one talking, but we see him just looking at the screen, looking a little bit shade. I thought that it was going to be good. Someone told me before I started watching this show about a character who seemed dark and gloomy, but was actually their favorite character. And I don't know if they're talking about Aizawa because yes, he's dark and gloomy, but apart from rocking up to the school in a bloody sleeping bag and a yogurt pouch, I'm not entirely convinced that he is cool. But in saying that, I didn't like a lot of these characters when I first met them. And now look at me. I literally have a podcast episode called Simping Over Katsuki. Like, (laughs) and he's the biggest bully. So... We'll wait and see how I feel about him. In this moment, after watching episode five, not a fan. All right. So then the OP comes, as always, absolutely hyped, listened to it, loved it. Going to play it in the car on the way to the beach later. All for it. Speaking of the beach, that's where we then see All Might and Izuku meet up. All Might starts bleeding from the mouth. Izuku starts crying all over the place. They're literally the funniest pair to see together. Izuku sees him and just balls. He's just an absolute freaking emotional mess. And All Might is 
coughing up blood left, right and centre, but they're still talking to each other through these things and it's just like... It just, I just love their little relationship. They're so dorky and they just love each other so much and they just fangirl over one another and I love it. They're so cute. Oh, if only I could find a friend like that. So All Might mentions that he didn't actually pull any strings or ask for any advice or recommendations or try and get any influence of his own in order to get Izuku into the school. Izuku actually got in all on his own. So Izuku then just fangirls a little bit more and he starts repeating what he knows about All Might back to All Might and immediately gets called creepy, which that is super creepy, babe. But he's just so in love. He's so happy to be here. He's in his dream school. His mentor is All Might, who he's been carrying a doll around of every single day like life is so good for Izuku but I can tell you can see in the way like that they draw the characters but the way that he speaks and the language that he uses that like he is aware that he's getting every single thing that he wanted but he's also very aware that he is in a very delicate position in the fact that he doesn't know how to control his quirk but he has everything that he wants and he's working hard for it. It's such a delicate position. If people find out that he is not actually ready to be there, he could get yeeted out of that school very quickly. So I guess that's exactly what this episode is all about as well. So yeah. All Might then goes on to explain that he was planning on giving his power to one of the students who were going to UA high someone who already had a quirk he was just gonna find the appropriate person when Azuku had come along and Azuku kind of takes the news a little bit heavy he he kind of seems a little bit down on himself I can imagine that he's probably like oh well it would be someone you know that actually understands how to handle a quirk of their own already and it wouldn't be such an intense process to then have a quirk but have such a powerful quirk and be getting used to both elements at the same time but he's got this I believe in him and as we see at the end of the episode he really does <laughs> all my then drops that he knew that Izuku was going to get hurt when he used one for all he explains that we were in a time crunch, so there wasn't really much that he could do. And it's like, oh, you could have at least warned him, babe. I mean, like he kind of did warn him, but at the same time, I was not I was not expecting the gruesome level of what we saw. Azuka was not expecting the gruesomeness of like his arms and legs absolutely crushed. It was so nasty. You little nasty. All Might then changes into his superhero self just to give him just to give his little inspiring moment an extra amount of oomph he then gets caught by some of the locals who want to run over and get an autograph and so they have to run while they're running though all might saying that he's looking forward to being able to retire i just don't know if i believe this i've mentioned it in the, one of the other episodes but i just i'm so nervous that He's not actually retiring. Once he loses his quirk, 
that he will actually die. That is a big fear in my mind. Purely because I know that Izuku would blame himself and he would be so upset to know that he took the quirk which ended All Might's life. I hope that that's not the case, but I just, I have such a twisted way of expecting the worst and hoping for the best. (laughs) Hence why I don't date. Okay, so we go back to Izuku's home and his mum is, oh, one thing that I, just just an FYI, if you ever want to have a little laugh, um, Funimation, I don't know what's wrong with them at the moment, but Funimation have got the English subtitles on shows completely wrong. So I'll give you an example. His mum is talking, Izuku's mum is talking to him about Um, how he's packed his bag for his first day at UA High. She asks and makes sure, you know, you didn't just pack your action figures, right? Which, adorable. Um, And then, so the audio of his mum says, Izuku, I'm really proud of you. The subtitles that Funimation have put on the episode say, Izuku, you're really cool. (laughs) I thought, What an inspiring thing to say to your son who's just gotten a quirk, just gotten into his dream job. I'm so proud of you or you're really cool. (laughs) I mean, it's nice to hear that you're cool, but it was just, it gave me a little laugh. And And it happens again later when he reflects and he goes to the flashback. And all of these inspiring things from All Might and then it's just his mum's voice going, oh, sorry, it's his mum's. It's his mum's subtitles going, you're really cool. And I thought, whose job is it to write these subtitles? Because this is not the first episode. Every single episode that I've watched, the English subtitles are so not on par. But that ain't my job. I just can sit here and have a little laugh. Also, no, I'm not Irish. I just speak like an idiot sometimes. So Izuku is going into the school and he's thinking about who might be in his class. There's 20 people in each class. Um, And, of course, he's got all the title characters that we know of and that we've met so far. He's scared of Nerd Boy and Katsuki, who when he opens up the door, they are already fighting. Katsuki is asking, which we find out Nerd Boy's name is Tenya. Um. Katsuki is asking Tenya if he has a stick up his ass and Tenya is absolutely shocked that Katsuki is talking to him like this but also that Katsuki is threatening him because he's saying how he's going to beat him up and shit and Tenya's like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm your classmate. You don't do this shit. What is wrong with you? Katsuki's just – he's literally in the school that he wanted to be in for so long and he's still unhappy. Tenya then notices that Izuku comes into the school and he redeems himself. He gets himself off that shit list. He is no longer on board the train to hell. (laughs) And he starts apologising over and over to Izuku, which is really nice. I really enjoyed that little bit of character progression. He notices that what Izuku did is what a hero should do and he, he... 
acknowledges that he did the wrong thing by just running away and that he's going to do better and that Azuku inspires him. And I thought that is so beautiful. This is such a great moment for us to see. It's not something that they've just skimmed over. He's actually got a friend at this school already compared to when he was in his last um, middle school and everyone hated him because of what Kutsky was saying. And Kutsky's been here being a dick to Tenya and Tenya's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to go and apologize to this guy. I really, I, I rate him now. I think he's done really good. And then that's when we see that his little girlfriend is behind Izuku and she, he just immediately simps so hard over her. He notices her uniform and how good she looks in it. He is blushing, like his whole face is red this time, not just his cheeks. So I think I think there's something else going on here. I think he is a little bit too excited to see her in a schoolgirl uniform. But Ochako, you're looking good. Own that shit. We then see a flashback of when Azuku has been accepted into UA High and Katsuki's of course, being the little dickhead that he is and has taken Izuku into an alley and is beating him up for getting into the school because he wanted to be the only one that came from that middle school and got into UA High. He's got some sort of bloody superhero complex where he needs to be the biggest and the best. I really like Katsuki, but he's not showing me any other sides to himself and it's getting really hard to love him. So I'm just not, this episode's really conflicting me, really conflicting for me. I am just confused. However, in saying that, it was a great moment, this little flashback, because Azuku finally stood up to him. He says to him, like he's got Katsuki's hand is around Izuku's neck and Izuku goes, you can't stop me, which no, he cannot, bitch. So Izuku finally stands up to him and it is everything I wanted and more. He doesn't fight him back. He doesn't call him names. He just says, you can't stop me. And like, that was so freaking powerful. And I was, oh, if I didn't have a laptop and a remote and like a million different things on my lap, I would have given him a standing ovation. He fucking deserved it. So we go back into the school and Azuku is still standing there blushing when they notice that there is a caterpillar man lying on the ground in the hallway. This is Aizawa and the entrance I loved I thought this guy's going to be so cool. Oh, my God. He's such a weirdo already. He's lying in his sleeping bag and then it zips down a tiny bit and he pulls out a yogurt pouch and just starts sucking, sucking, pulls out a yogurt pouch and just starts sucking at it. Like freaking the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but also anime, probably not the weirdest thing I'm ever going to see. Just very removed from the situation. Before I knew what his name was, his MO in my notes was Depresso Espresso Man. He looks, he looks not happy. He needs some sleep. He needs some loving. He needs some therapy. He needs it all. 
but all he's giving himself is his cute little yellow sleeping bag and some dairy products. So look, if that's what cures your depression, if that's what makes you happy in life, then go for it. But he's obviously not a happy person. As we know, we go to the quirk assessment tests. So each homeroom teacher can run their class depending on how they want to run it. They aren't going to the induction orientation ceremony thing, which Ochoco, um, Ochoco asks and he says, nope, I'm going to cut one of you and expel you straight off. Like we're not going to orientation because one of you don't even need to be here. It gives, it gives us like a pan of all of the different students and once again of course I, sh- I shouldn't be surprised there's some messed up looking kids in this class again there's a kid whose head again looks like a rock but it doesn't look like the other guy where it had rocks on his head almost looking like his hair it was more if his head had been carved out of a massive chunk of stone and then they just put skin over it. Sounds fucking horrible, but that's literally what it was like. So there's some messed up looking kids in this class as well. None of them made it on my shit list because I have that none of them have been bullying Deku. So they don't need to be on the shit list yet. Yes, they look fucked, but until their personality is also fucked, they can stay. So they're going to go through eight tests. The last place will be expelled um, and they can use their powers to enhance the tests so that they can show how they can be a hero and use their powers on the fly to adapt to any situation because they never know what they're going to be going into. All Might sneaking around the corner and watching the situation like a bloody helicopter parent. He's not happy that Izuku has Azawa and it's because he knows that Azawa hates him. Um, they don't get along. They're not friends. Azawa is not happy that he is the charismatic, relatable, personable hero that All Might is and Azawa is dark and gloom he's like batman without the stupid face mask i'm not a fan of batman sorry (laughs) anyway so yeah all might's not happy he's playing helicopter parent he doesn't want to let azuku out of his sight he needs azuku needs to put up some boundaries so the first test is a 50 meter dash of course Tenya crushes it. He is one of the fastest, I'm pretty sure, if not the fastest. And then he's, he was facing a girl named Asui. Also, I'm going to be butchering these names. <laughs> I'm reading it out and going, oh, I hope that no one – oh, well, everyone. If, whoever listens to this, if you're a long-term watcher, then I'm really sorry. If you're lenient on me, I really appreciate you. So Tanya won – the race, Asui comes second in that particular race because they do it in heats and she has a fucking long ass tongue. I know that I put people on the shit list because they had like long um, body parts and stretching body parts and shit but like, girl, that tongue's doing something. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I want to know what her quirk is though because I don't 
think that it's just that tongue. I want to know what else she can do. She intrigues me. Then we see the belly button laser boy. So it's belly button laser boy because I realized that when they explained it, it's not actually coming from like his belt or his his penis. It's coming from his belly button. I cannot stand this kid. Still to this day, he shits me. Um, what I was really glad about is that he seems to shit everybody else in the class as well. And I'm hoping that he's the one that gets expelled. I mean, I hope that no one gets expelled, but at the same time, he gets to go. He gets to go. He uses his belly button laser. So he jumps up and then uses it and tries to dash as far as he can. He only gets like halfway and then he has to run the rest of the way. So I enjoyed that because I do not like him. Izuku is facing Katsuki when they race in their heat. Katsuki starts using his explosions to go faster. Um, and Izuku is not starting off with a great score. He's got, I think, like seven seconds or something, which is one of the lowest. So then we get a flashback of the training that Izuku and All Might have done together of just understanding the power of One for All. So All Might's trying to figure out what did the power feel like to you so that we can then go back and kind of deconstruct it and put it together so that he can actually use this power and not blow up every single time. Izuku says that it felt like an egg in the microwave. All Might vomits blood again upon hearing this. He's not healthy. Like he hasn't, I haven't really seen him much in his All Might form. I don't know if he's doing hero shit on the side when he's not being a helicopter parent, but he keeps vomiting blood all the time when he's in his uh, skinny boy face. And I'm just a little bit skeptical on whether or not All Might is surviving like tonight, like he <laughs> does not seem healthy at all. So we then go through, um, I think like six of the tests. So there should be a few more in the next episode, but test number two is grip strength. Um, they have a hand weight and Izuku is trying to crush it. He crushes at 56 kilos, which is a pretty amazing grip strength. But then Octopus Boy has a grip strength of 540 kilos. So he's just smashed it then test three is standing long jump uh it's also not very promising this stupid belly button boy just flies across the screen followed by Kutsky using his little explosions he has a freaking evil laugh if I do say so myself um and then episode episode and then test four is repeated side steps it's in a little bit of a montage but it's kind of cool again with the montage as well. I'm loving it. This whole episode could have gone for like a whole season. Essentially, this we're up to episode five. For some animes, Naruto, this whole sequence of the power and training to get into the school and this montage, you know, each test could have been another episode. This whole situation could have gone for one season and it hasn't and I'm stoked because it's just it's hitting such a good stride it makes you want to know what happens next it doesn't bore you it doesn't make me feel like oh my god I started this podcast of watching this show and I just can't get into it no like it's exciting I'm I'm keen to see 
each episode and like when it finishes, I go, oh my God, I got to quickly record so that I can watch the next one. Like it's really fun. I'm thoroughly enjoying this show. So obviously whoever's listening to this, I'm assuming you've watched the show, but if you haven't, I hope you're getting a lot out of this because I hope that I'm making you want to watch the show. Also, I hope that you're actually able to follow along if you haven't seen the episodes because I'm kind of trying to go through them step by step step of what happens. But sometimes I know I do get on a bit of a tangent. So hopefully you can you can understand what's actually happening. Anywho, we get into the test. Yeah, test four, repeated side steps. So there's this, this short looking kid. Um, I've called him Bubble Boy and he is crushing it. He's just got a bubble on either side of him and he's just bouncing from one to the other. So they're like cheating, but they meant to be using their quirks, so it works. Bubble Boy's quirk, though, I don't necessarily understand just yet. I don't know because his hair looks the same as the bubbles. So I don't know if he's like pulling shit out of his hair or if he's just creating these. But I want to I want to know more about him as well because he's kind of he's kind of intriguing. I don't really think I need a whole lot about him. I just want to know what his quirk is. I'm just a little bit intrigued about that part of him. So test five comes along and it's the ball throw. See, (laughs) sometimes I forget what happens in the episode until I read my notes back, but it's the ball throw. Ochako is up first and she's just flawless. She touches the ball first and then throws it and it just goes on and on and on and on up until Aizawa shows them the screen and it says infinity. Her power is zero gravity. Like what did they expect was going to happen? Everyone's like, oh my God, wow, infinity? She's amazing. No, man, she's just got zero gravity. Like put two and two together. Obviously that's what was going to happen. How else was she going to use her quirk in that particular test? Oh, my God. We then see Izuku's turn. He steps up to the bat. Um, he's got the ball in his hand. And, of course, as he does when he uses one for all or when he runs into a fight, he starts having these flashbacks. And when he starts having the flashbacks, that's when his mum's um subtitles come over and it's like you're really cool I thought thanks mom being proud of someone is such a nicer thing to hear from your mother especially in these situations where Izuku needs that he needs to be told that she's proud of him he doesn't need to know he's cool he knows he's cool I know he's cool everyone knows he's cool but he starts using one for all his whole arm starts to Uh, pulsate and the veins start to you know glitter and he's beginning the process of throwing the ball when it only goes 46 meters he didn't get the chance to use um, one for all because it got erased by the teacher we turn around and Aizawa is standing there and he's got like bandages floating all around him and that's when Azuku starts getting a weird look on his face and he realizes that with the goggles combined and the fact that his power just got erased. His superhero name is Eraserhead, which that's a fucking shit name. Um, 
He's so rude about this too. He says that you can't control your powers. You were about to break your arm all over again. You would be a liability in any hero situation. You shouldn't be here. You're done. He hasn't, I don't, like what he says, I thought that he was expelling Azuku then and there, but then he lets Azuku actually give it a crack and throw and all my helicopter parenting still and he's just watching and hoping and secretly bagging on Aizawa. It's like they've got the same – like I haven't even seen their dynamic together yet but it's like they've got the same relationship that Izuku and Katsuki have and I really want to see them come together. I want to see what they're like because I think it's going to be really fun. While this is all happening as well – we get a little shot, a little glance of Belly Button Boy turning to Ochaka, turning to Azuku's girlfriend while he is getting ragged on. And he starts hitting on her. This motherfucker's got to go. I am not here for Belly Button Boy. I don't even know. I wrote his name down. What's his name? Ayama. See, I don't even want to. I don't even want to try and check if I'm saying that right. I mean, like I probably should, but I've got no time for this kid. First off, he's a little douchebag. Then he's, you know, flashing his little belly button laser everywhere, looking cocky as fuck. And now he's hitting on a chaka. I'm no, no. <sighs> Azuka's not sure whether to use his full power or not. Um, and he starts to throw it, his arms not flashing. So I, I didn't think that he was going to be using his power at all. I thought, boy, you just saw 46 meters ain't going to get you into school. And that's when the ball starts to come out of his hand and all that's left on it is a finger, one finger. And that's when you see the veins in that finger start to flash. And I thought, oh my God. He's controlling it. He's got it. He knows what he's doing. He's put the egg in the microwave. And I literally wrote in my notes, fuck yeah, with about six exclamation points. He throws the ball and it comes back with 703, the same score as Kutsky. Aizawa is pretty shocked. I can't tell if he's impressed or annoyed. Not too sure. We see that Azuku has broken a finger, but he's controlled it. And he, it's a finger. Like, grandma's going to kiss that shit and you'll be fine in a minute. Don't you stress. Obviously, Katsuki is not happy with this situation. All Might is stoked with this situation. And we get, like, the typical breakdown. All Might's discussing exactly how it happened. He waited until the last minute to send one for all through his fingertip. And then All Might's like, how did you get so cool, Azuku? And I thought, he's like such a proud dad. If I could be, play matchmaker for a moment, I would 100% put All Might with Azuku's mum. Imagine that family dynamic. It would be so cute. Although in saying that, his little crackhead form probs wouldn't. I mean, like maybe they'll just be friends. But like in All Might form, oh, 
my God, I would love it. It would be so cute. He'd just like carry her everywhere. Like, oh, love, I'm just going down to the shops to get some milk. And he'd be like, I'll do it for you or I'll do it with you. And then he'd just like carry her down to the shops, let her pick out the milk and then carry her home. And she'd just be like starry eyed and, oh, like he already, he already embarrasses Izuku astronomically. So why not be the dad for the dad role that you're filling? Oh my God, he's, he's filling that dad role. I didn't even think about that, that Izuku doesn't have a dad. I wonder as well, this is a very, very far reaching theory, but what if Izuku's dad had been the one to give All Might that scar and had then had to be destroyed or incapacitated by All Might. So All Might actually knows who this family is because he's he's had to fight Izuku's dad. I'm going to lock that into my theory calendar because I feel like that's – I mean, it's a far-reaching theory, but when it comes to anime, sometimes far-reaching theories are where it's at. Like, who would have ever imagined that Obito would come back in Naruto? I mean, like, probably a lot of people. But still, I'm going to lock that in because I'm I'm feeling it. So I'm going to go and watch episode six now. And then when I come back, we'll do a little run through and um, we'll go through the shit list and other theories that I have. So give me five seconds. Okay. Episode six finished uh, about 30 seconds ago. I've literally run to the desk and turned on the microphone. Damn. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so... Here for the... Oh, this weekly bullshit, man. It's going to kill me. So episode six, Rage, you damn nerd. Fucking slapped. So good. It starts off, Izuku is throwing the ball from the end of episode five. Very inspiring. We loved that moment. OP starts up and then we get straight into the test. I'm not even going to fuck around with anything that happens before this because I want to get into this. I am finally assuming that we're getting into the backstory of Kutsky and that's what I've wanted for so long. Like it's only six episodes, but like because it's been six weeks, I'm just waiting to find out why he's such a little douchebag and now I know. Well, I don't know, but now I'm like starting to piece little bits and pieces together, things that he's said in this episode. I'm starting to provoke a lot of thought into why he is the way that he is. So let's get into it. Katsuki is freaking out at the fact that Izuku has thrown that ball so far. He's thinking that Deku has been faking that he hasn't had a quirk and that he has just been pretending. So Katsuki thinks that he's been, you know, the butt of a joke essentially. So he runs to kill him. (laughs) He just gets so angry. He can't control himself and starts to run and says, you know, screams out, Deku, you bastard. And so he's running. And that's when he gets caught with all the dirty ass bandages from Azawa. He explains that they're a capture method, um, but that 
Katsuki had better hurry up and calm down because his quirk gives, as I was quirk, gives him serious dry eye. The effect of taking away someone's quirk stops when he blinks. So he looks angry. So Katsuki stops. Um, he's obviously feeling really threatened about this whole thing and he flash about, he has a flashback to only himself, Katsuki and Azuki walking through the forest. It looks like they're going fishing together. Um, Katsuki, I'm oh, sorry, Azuku is fangirling over Katsuki. He's just talking about how amazing his quirk is and how excited he is to see him grow up and watch his quirk progress and maybe be, one day become like him. And Katsuki's just loving all of the attention. So we get this scoreboard comes up and Azuku is in last place. Aizawa explains that he lied and no one's actually going home. Everyone's freaking out at that. It has the comedic overlay of being really serious. Who's going to go home? And then when he says, you know, I lied, everybody's face turning black and white. And it. I love that stuff. I'm hating that I finished on this episode because I want to see the end of it. Um, Azuki gets sent to the nurse because of his finger and I assume he's going to know her pretty well. We see then that Aizawa has walked around the side of the building to leave the class and that's where All Might was helicopter parenting. So he runs into him. All Might says that it's a rotten move saying that they were going to get expelled and then not expelling them because last year Aizawa had actually expelled a whole freshman class, which then means that he didn't expel Deku even though he was planning on doing it and he sees the potential. All Might thinks that Aizawa is a very kind man but he is a very problematic man and Aizawa thinks that All Might is playing favourites. So they're they're both going to be Azuku's dad, I reckon. They're both playing the dad role. It's All Might's getting a bit threatened. (laughs) We go out to the front of the school and... Tenya, is his name? Yes. Tenya comes over to Azuku and checks in on him, um, just makes sure that he's okay and has a little chat with him, which is so sweet. I really am enjoying Tenya. And it shows us how Azuku went to the nurse and she healed his finger and he started to feel really sleepy. She explains that she accelerates the healing process, but that means that she t- that takes energy out of their bodies to heal. She has a little pill dispenser, which is actually um, like a Pez dispenser, but it's got Kamui Woods on it, which I thought was really cute. Um, and then we see back in back out the front of the school between Tenya and Izuku that. Tenya holds his morals and his values very high and regardless of whether he thinks someone is stupid or problematic, I guess, he doesn't discriminate on someone if they have correct morals and if they are an inspiring person or if they are doing the right thing. Like he seems to like them very well. For example, Katsuki is a shit person but he's got great a great quirk um, and Tenya notes that 
And it's very sweet because for the first time, Kutsky's being noticed as this negative influence and this negative person whose aura and vibe is not something that anyone at the school wants to be around where he continually time and time again says that he wants to be the most famous hero in the world but he's not making any friends and all of a sudden Deku has so many friends and every like for example in this moment Ochaka 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 Ochako Ochako for example, in this moment, Ochako runs over calling Izuku Deku and she notes that she only thought it was his name because that's what Katsuki always calls him. And Izuku explains that Deku is actually an insult, but he has now changed it because she goes, oh, it's an it'd be a great hero name. And immediately he's like, oh, well, that's it. That's my name. My hero name is Deku. And he's literally just changed it for her. But I actually like Deku. I think it's kind of cool. And I think I really like that it was an insult initially that he has then repurposed as his hero name because then Katsuki has lost all power of that one word. What's he going to use? If he calls Deku Deku now, then he's acknowledging him as a superhero, which is something that he would never want to do. So I'm interested to see if he's going to keep calling him Deku or if he's going to start up with a different name. And I'm also interested, like this Ka-chan, I need to, I really want to look it up, but I don't want to spoil anything for myself again. But I just want to know why they're calling each other Ka-chan and if that's a student thing. Like I say it every episode, but I just want to know. We go into the next day at school. They're in class. It looks like English class. I don't, I mean, like, I, I didn't even think about the fact that they'd have to be going to normal school at the same time. But it's the DJ bloke again and he is teaching grammar and he's so enthusiastic about it and no one wants to be there, which it's like English back in high school. No one ever wants to be there. Um, they then go and eat at the cafeteria and Deku is again fangirling because there is a chef robot. I don't know if the chef robot is a superhero or if it's just a chef robot and that's why he's so excited but he's just loving life and then it finally happens we get into all might's class everyone's in the class already everyone's sitting at the tables waiting they know what's coming and all might comes through the door and he holds on to like either side of the door and literally just pelvic thrusts his way through and holds himself there. And he's going, I am here, coming through the door like a hero. And he's just standing there holding himself with his little pelvis sticking out and he's just holding his pose. The class is called Heroing 101. Every time that All Might speaks, he steps into a different pose, whether or not it's like down on his knee Um, flexing his bicep or standing up flexing his back flexing his back muscles like he's just got it all going on he's he's absorbing this moment for all of its glory and he's not holding back and everyone's just so in love with him and that's when he opens up a cupboard and it's got all these numbers on it and we see that everyone's getting their costumes I'm psyched I was so excited I've been waiting for this moment since I saw the OP for the first time um 
we get some fucking badass music as well. And everyone starts walking through a tunnel and we see everyone's costume for the first time. And they look so good. Immediately, Katsuki looks like a bloody badass. Um, There's a chick with uh, black hair in a ponytail and she's got pretty much nothing on. It's like an open shirt and it's like a unitard but the top of it is completely open and then she's got a little belt. Like, I don't know what her power is and I don't know if that, if it's like something to do with stealth, but I don't care. She looks fucking hot. She looks so good. We learn about how they had to put in a sample, I guess, or like ideas of what they wanted their costume to be. Obviously someone has designed it for them, but they could have some sort of input. For example, we see that Tenya had drawn little sketches of the mask that he has and it looks a bit more like armour. But we also see that Katsuki had written, I want something intimidating, hence why he has two massive grenades on his forearms. And then little belly button boy, I can't believe he's still in it. I was hoping that he was going to get expelled. He had written, and I, oh, I can't. He wrote, style for a man who can't stop sparkling. And throughout this whole, like the rest of this episode, he doesn't even talk about anything remotely valid in the conversations that people are having. He's literally just flashing his cape, sparkling, and then commenting on how good he looks. Why is he there? Why is he even... He doesn't want to be a hero. He doesn't give a shit. Like, this school needs to have, like, a split down the middle of people who actually want to be heroes because they want to help society and people who want to be heroes because they just want to look good. It's literally like the boys on... Like, I I think I mentioned it a while ago. The boys, the TV show, where there are some heroes that don't do shit Because it's all about the image and it's all about being the best and being something that people can look up up to but not actually doing anything. And I know Belly Button Boy is the epitome of this. He doesn't want to do anything. He will probably, you know, save a kitten from a tree and take a photo op but that's it. He's not going to get involved in anything. I hope he proves me wrong but I don't have high hopes for this guy. Like I said... Expect the worst, hope for the best. I can't even hope for this kid. He's just... eh. Anyway, I'm looking at all these people. They're looking awesome. And I can't help but notice that Deku is nowhere to be seen. This is where we get the flashback of his mum coming in and holding up this little blue-green tracksuit-looking thing, like one-piece tracksuit, because his mum created a costume for him. So because Deku didn't have a quirk, he hadn't registered to have the opportunity for a costume. Um, But his mum had come into the room when he was asleep on one of his notebooks and saw the costume that he had designed for himself. So she made it. And it's so sweet. She mentions that she needs to apologise for that moment where she didn't support him. um, And all my... uh, Sorry. And... 
Azuku had found out that he wasn't going to be able to get a quirk and she just apologized and cried when he just wanted to hear her say, I will support you. And that's what she says in this moment. She says, I'll support you with everything that I have from now on. And it's just so sweet. I really, really like his mom. And I'm so happy that we have an anime where we have a mom who is accepting of her faults and supporting the person that she loves. And there's no ulterior motive. There's no other characteristic to her at this point in time that is negative or is anything but I am this child's mom and I am going to support him with everything that I have. And I love it. So we see Deku come through the tunnel and he's got cute little buddies. He's so turned on when he sees Ochako. Um, she's got this cute little full body um, suit on. Her little, her, her little like frame is just toit and she, it's pink and it's white and it just looks so good and Azuka's having a hard time, <laughs> a hard time. He hasn't even noticed this other chick who's pretty much got her boobs right out front and centre, but that's okay. It's just because he really likes her and I love it. All Might thinks, though, that he stands in front of Deku and he's going, you look so obvious now because he's got the bunny ears which look like All Might's lightning hair. He's also got a massive smile that's happening underneath which looks exactly like All Might's smile. So he's pretty much just taken the most noticeable parts of All Might and added them into his own costume while he's inheriting All Might's quirk. So uh, who do we think is going to be the first one to notice this? My vote's on Katsuki because he's already got a bone to pick. He's picking apart everything that Deku does. I think he's going to figure it out pretty quickly that something's going on between these two. So All Might discusses that today they're doing training. They're going to have two-on-two battles in the old training ground where they had the entrance exam. All Might is trying to talk and explain the situation and has absolutely no patience for these fucking kids because they just talk over and over and ask a million questions. I don't think he was built for this shit. (laughs) Essentially, everyone is broken up into teams of two and then each time that there is a round, there is two teams, for example, team A and team D, and one team plays the villains, one team plays the heroes. The villains have to protect the weapon. It's essentially capture the flag. The villains have to protect the weapon and the heroes have to either intercept the villains or intercept the weapon. So, like I said, capture the flag, it's pretty pretty basic. Um, and, of course, the first teams are team A being... Ochako and Deku and team D being Katsuki and Tenya. I thought that the combination of Katsuki and Tenya was really interesting, especially considering Tenya has openly voiced that he's noticed how much Katsuki hates Deku. So I thought that that was going to be really interesting because then I might get some more insight because he might ask the questions that I want to ask and say, you know, dude, why are you so fucking hateful on this kid he is the sweetest little angel on the planet and you're a fucking gremlin 
what could he have done to you? Which we didn't get it in those words or per se, but we got a few little bits and pieces. There's lots of staring when we find out the teams that are going up against each other. I couldn't tell at first if Kutsky was excited or if he was nervous and then it cut back to him and he looked fucking filthy. He looked so angry. Um, I actually got a little bit nervous for Deku in this moment. They go to their respective starting positions. So for uh, Katsuki and Tanya go to where the weapon is and Achako and Deku are standing at the front of the building that they need to go into to intercept them. Achako is talking very casually about what they need to do and she looks at Deku and he is sweating through his costume. He is... Not doing too well because he's considering the fact that he now has to fight Kutsky. And he thinks back and it just looks like Deku has so much respect for Kutsky, for his drive, for his passion and just for him in general. Whereas we get the juxtaposition of going to Tenya who is, who is asking the questions that I want to know the answers to. He's asking why Kutsky hates Deku so much. And Kutsky explains that he... Th- I can't remember if this is actually in his head or if he's speaking it out, but he explains that he thinks he was being tricked for all of those years and he thinks that he's been, like I said before, the butt of a joke and he's just fuming. He's so angry. And this is yet another moment where we get a flashback of him saying things like, I'm going to end up the most popular hero and the richest hero of all time. And I want to know more in this moment of why this is his ultimate goal. If we, if you look back on animes like Bleach, for example, and we see, uh, I can't remember the name. I think it's Byakugo. Gun. Anyway, it's the dude with like the long black hair and he's got the metal all through his hair and his sister is Ryuku. God, I'm bad at names at the moment. He seems like one of the most pretentious and annoying people in the whole show and then we find out that he's doing these things because he's made a promise to someone. And that's the thing with anime. Like we can see, all we see at the moment is the top layer. All I can see is Kutsky as he is now and all that he has shown us. But there's got to be, I just, I just know that there's going to be more underneath these layers. Like we see Sasuke being a moody little bitch as well. And we obviously, he has reason to, his whole family had been killed by his brother. <laughs> so, and then you've got Bleach where... Renji who just wants to look after people but he's just doing what he's told you know there's so many reasons that people act horribly in anime but then all it takes is one episode and you literally just flip the script and you think oh my god like never could have in a million years could I have expected that this is why they act this way so I'm excited and impatient 
to find out why it is that Kutsky is doing this. Um, and is it going to be like one of these situations, like the bleach or the Naruto or the whatever else I mentioned, you know, why are they like this? Or maybe he's just a, maybe he's just a dick. I want to say that he's going to be a decent person. Something's happened to him. Or maybe he's just a little bit egotistical. I hope not. Anywho, we begin the training and All Might immediately says that he has to make sure that he grades without playing favourites. Izuku cannot get a better score just because he knows all of Izuku's history because that's just not fair. They're so little. What I loved about this is that one, Deku's costume looks way too big for him. His little bunny ears are so cute and... Achako is just gorgeous. She's so little as well and she's just walking behind him. I'm, I'm, I was surprised that she wasn't holding on to like the back of his costume and just following him around like a little puppy. It was just so cute. They're so little walking around the building um, and Izuku the whole time is thinking about the fact that he does not have control over One for All and he cannot use it properly. If he was to use it, he could potentially kill someone. And so he's a little bit scared and they have to focus on making sure that Achako's gravity control is the only um, quirk that they rely on in this situation. Katsuki comes out of nowhere and people who are watching back in the safe zone are not happy with him. He's come out of nowhere and he's done a sneak attack And everyone thinks that that's a bit of a dirty move. But All Might explains that he's playing the role of a villain and he's doing it right. But honestly, I think that Kutsky would do this regardless of whether he was playing the villain or not. He's just a little bit sneaky. He's a little bit unhinged as well. And I'm just... uh, He's putting a bit of a bad taste in my mouth because I haven't got as much of a backstory yet as I want to. But I'm starting to piece little bits and pieces together Obviously, they're all theories, though. I need some solid evidence that he's not a massive D-bag. He's immediately also ruined Deku's mask. And I was so upset because he looked so cute. Now he's only got half a mask. His hair made it, though, somehow. Everyone's hair seems to survive all of this fire and shit. I don't understand it. Everyone back in the center is loving Izuku. They're noticing that he seems to have the hero vibe and he just makes people want to cheer for him. And this is when it happens, guys. (sighs) So Katsuki comes in with a right hook and he tries to hit Izuku and Izuku runs in real close and, and hugs him essentially so that he can't hit him. Katsuki's really confused. Izuku's never fought back at Katsuki. This is the first time ever. But Katsuki has beaten up Izuku many, many times, like time and time again. So he has been analysing how Katsuki fights. He's been watching and manipulating situations so that he knows exactly what's going to come. So he's come in and he's hugged Katsuki so he can't punch him anymore. And then he's got some taijutsu skills and he's lifted him over and flattened Kuski on the ground. It is monumental. 
He then explains to Kutsky that I've analysed you for years to learn about heroes. I've analysed heroes, but you were beating me up every day and I analysed you the most. It was all in the notebook that you burnt when you took it from me back in episode one. And he says, you can call me Deku, but I am no longer small and defenceless. Deku is the name of a hero. It's just so good. I was so proud of him in this moment. Oh, it made me want to hug someone. I had to go and pull my cat out from under my bed so I could give him a hug because fuck me. What a moment. He stood up to his bully. He proved that like Kutsuki is all brawn, but Izuku is all brains and he's worked so hard for this moment we literally saw it in episode one when he was a little kid and he said like stop bullying people we've seen how hard he has worked and how much he has taken from this asshole of a person unfortunately though for me it is not over there Kutsky just reiterates over and over again in his head how pathetic Deku is and he, and he mentions here yet another thought. He says how scared Deku is. He says, like, look at you. You're shaking. You're so scared of me, but you're still standing up. And then he says, that's why I hate you. And we end on that. Look at you. You're scared and you're still standing. And that's why I hate you. First off, but that being the end of the episode fucking killed me. I was so angry. I was like, what, what, what? I need to know. I need to know more. One, I need to know more about this fight because like I want to see what happens. All of a sudden, Deku can fight? I was not expecting this. I did not – I mean I knew he was strong because he's been moving shit around but I just didn't even consider the fact that he's like been studying – fighting skills especially that he's been studying Kutsuki of course he's been studying Kutsuki he's been beaten up by him for years and two it provoked more thought did something happen to Kutsuki that he couldn't control in the past was there a situation when he was younger that he was scared and he ran away is this why he hates Deku because Deku is scared but he still you know he ran in and faced the slime sludge dude when he was eating Kutsuki to try and save Kutsuki. He ran in to save Achako when she was about to get, you know, beaten by that zero pointer. Um, he ran in now and actually beat Kutsuki. It's like he could have taken Kutsuki for so long. It's almost as if Deku, in Kutsuki's mind, Deku has been letting himself get beaten up when he could have taken Kutsuki the whole time. And I can see how this would piss someone off if you're like, have they just been letting me win forever? Like it, make, it takes, makes everything redundant. It takes everything away. So there's just so much to unpack in that. I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I'm riddled. I'm, I'm, oh, it's all happening. But alas... That is the end of episode six and the end of this episode as well. And it's just killing me that that's all of it because I just want to know more. I want to know what happens. I want to watch more. I want to talk more. And, oh, 
freaking hell. If you are listening and um, I mentioned it in the last episode, please reach out. The email is in the show notes and I'll get an Instagram set up once I know that, you know, people are um, wanting that. But at the moment, email is the way to get me. Please chat to me. Let me know your theories. Let me Don't spoil anything for me though, God. Um, but yeah, and if you have, like I've said in the past, if you have a microphone, come on up. Like let's, let's debate, let's chat, let's get this shit going. I'm so happy that I'm watching it. And like I said before, I'm so happy that I'm watching it in such a slow capacity. It's killing me. Like God, it is killing me. But at the same time, I power through anime so fast and this has really given me the chance to really soak in and absorb and analyze things. And I love that. Um, So yeah, as for my shit list this week, I was very conflicted. Obviously, number one, no confliction there. We all know him. We all hate him. It's belly button boy. I fucking can't stand this little pretentious dweeb. I struggle. Oh, I just, I've got nothing to say. Nothing to say. He is number one. I don't have much hope for him. (laughs) Number two. I am very conflicted about this placement, this position. Um, Number two and number three are there purely because of what I've seen in these past two episodes. Number two is Aizawa. I just don't know how I feel about him. I like that he stopped Kutsuki from attacking Deku, but at the same time, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm, this is what I mean. I'm so conflicted because we heard that he had expelled a whole class, a whole freshman class the year before. But in saying that, now that I'm talking about it, Kakashi Hatake is my favourite character in Naruto. But he also dismissed multiple, multiple classes of ninja and sent them back because he didn't think that they were ready. So I'm conflicted because I don't like Azawa's attitude. I'm all about the attitude. I like that he had a sleeping bag, but... I'm just not here for the shit talking and for the pretentiousness and the way that he sees Deku. I don't – I mean, like, obviously he sees potential, but he doesn't seem to believe it yet. And I just – I don't know, man. I'm just not – I don't like his teachings. I don't like his teaching style. And lucky last on my shit list – is my boy. I had to put him in because I'm just, I can't, I know I said I love a bad boy, but I can't excuse the level of bad that he is. So Kutsky is coming in at number three. There are tears falling down my cheeks, guys. I don't know how I feel about this, but I think that this is well, this is deserved. This is, this is what needs to happen. He needs to sit in timeout for a week, have some thoughts, have some time, cool cool down a little bit, babe. And then 
once we get some more villains coming in, I'm sure he'll come off the shit list. But this is this is just how I feel. I also want to give him a hug because I just feel like he needs it. I want to know if his parents are around. I want to know if he has any siblings. What his upbringing was like. I want to therapize this child. Because he just, there's something going on and it's just stressing me out with the amount of anger that is in this little child. What a, what a contrast to how in love I was last week as well. Let me just say. Ugh. Anywho, that's episode five and six done. And I, like I said, I've been enjoying this series so much. I will be back in your ears next week. And until then, have a great weekend. Bye.